sometimes we need to look at what's the why. Why all of a sudden is that coming forward? Ever wonder what your animals are trying to tell you? How to decipher those looks, barks, meows, and interesting behaviors? Join me as I share numerous animal communication encounters in some bizarre unfoldings. Jump into unique stories that will open your mind to the depths in which the animals that share our world are looking to connect. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Chatting with Chickens and other wonderful animals. Yeah, big breath before today's episode. I don't even, I don't even know where to start. There's been some really cool things coming forward, which is always awesome. And I love that today's episode's going to be from the present moment. It's going to be from things going on this week and last night and this morning, which is really cool. I think that I'm going to call this episode, What's the Why? But I don't know how this episode's going to fully unfold. And so who knows? That's what's sticking with me right now, but it could change. So <laughs> we will see. It's going to be like a choose your own adventure. So It's been a really great week. I have loved this week. We switched into spring this week. There was spring equinox. I've done a lot of animal sessions this week horses, dogs, cats. It's been really, really, really cool, really lush, really nourishing, feeling wonderful. One of the things that I wanted to bring forward for Today's episode is diving a little deeper, I guess you could say, when things come forward. And an example of how I almost didn't do this when something came forward with our own crew. Now, don't get me wrong here. Sometimes we dive way too forward. If you ask my partner, I am guilty of this too. And sometimes we need to just surrender to what's going on. And so that can be part of the beautiful journey of life is knowing when to surrender to what's coming your way and when there might be more to the situation or the story that originally connects to your consciousness in that moment. And so for me, where this was coming forward and really started to shine and then started to trickle into some other unfoldings that have happened that kind of created a theme, I guess you could say, within the week is with Walt, I noticed over the last few weeks that he's, I've been calling him very nicely, and I probably shouldn't because it's not nice to say, but I've been calling him my hunky monkey. (laughs) He's telling me right now it's okay, which is great. It's awesome. Even as I say it right now, I like feel a little guilty. And he's like, no, it's okay. So some animals would be okay you calling them a hunky monkey. Some animals would not. Just like some humans would embrace some different terms and some different nicknames and some humans wouldn't. And so it's always good to check in and see. But he's letting me know that it's totally okay because we've actually already done some great work around this. So back to the story. Walt has gained some weight in the last few weeks. 
Now it's one of those things that it's like, has it been just like a gradual slow build? But when I look at it, it's like, no, no, like he went over me. It's maybe been like three weeks to a month. He's gotten significantly chunky. Like he's even got this little roll around his tail. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So for me, first noticing it, I was talking to Alex and I chatted with a vet tech that works at our doggy daycare who is absolutely tremendous and wonderful. And he brought forward that with Walt being neutered, he wouldn't have the same body chemistry, understandably so. And he's like, so that's why he could maybe be putting on weight. And I took that at face value. That's very true. That's something to consider. And I was like, yeah, we need to look at cutting back his food and shifting things up a little bit. And then once I got a little bit of downtime, and I think this was also really helpful because I did so many animal sessions this week, I was like, hmm, but what's the why? Because this isn't something that he experienced the month before. And Walt's been neutered since June of last year. For me, I was like, yeah, okay, that could be a reason, but I don't feel that is the reason or that's the full reason. And that's where I almost caught myself starting to make changes, starting to make shifts, but not taking the time to understand the why. And so sometimes with our animals, when we get these quick behavioral shifts or quick health shifts, Sometimes we need to look at what's the why? Why all of a sudden is that coming forward? So I took some time last night to do a session for Walt and to connect in and to see what's going on. And so this is where this episode might potentially go into a bunch of different tangents. Part of me wants to apologize, but I'm not going to apologize for it is the flow of however this episode's going to unfold. So when I connected into Walt in his session, there was a few different layers that came forward, but he definitely has been holding more stress than he normally does. When it comes to energy and energy medicine, a really great way of looking at this is within ourselves, whether we're human or animal or plant, part of the earth. If you break our cells down, everything breaks down into particles. Particles are balls, they're just balls that are vibrating in the space or the energy that's around them. So when we're happy, when we're healthy, when we're good, the particles that make up the cells that make up our physical vessels have a very high thrive vibration. And so when we have this high vibration, we feel lighter. Our systems work super well. Our body heals quicker and very effectively. We have an easier time of being in the heart or resonating with the heart. So feeling joy, feeling laughter, feeling gratitude, feeling peacefulness. It's almost as if you're sitting on that floaty and you're just moving down the lazy river, things just have a flow. So when we are sick, when we are injured, when we are stressed, or when we've gone through something traumatic, different parts of the body or the whole self 
can start to bring in a lower vibration at that particle level. And so when that lower or stressed vibration comes in, it can leave areas of the body more open to injury or illness. And then we start to feel heavier. We have less energy. Our systems become a little sluggish. The body takes a longer time to heal itself or certain things remain a consistent problem. It doesn't heal itself. When it comes to how we feel, it's more easy to get into stuck feeling patterns, whether it's feeling a lot of anger or sadness or anxious or nervous or worried, and it's hard to get out of those patterns. It's just that feeling of a struggle. Instead of floating down the river in alignment, it feels like we're swimming upstream. A hundred percent, if you have a lower vibration, that definitely would have an impact on gaining weight if you don't normally gain weight that way. And so when I connected into Walt, I was like, okay, cool. He's holding on to some stress. And looking back on that now, there's even a few little side things that I've noticed. I got him a new dog bed for Christmas and he's scratched this one up in the last month, which isn't like him. He loves his dog beds and he's never done this to a dog bed before, but he did it to this. Again, something I just was like, hmm, interesting, but didn't overly look into. And then he's just, he hasn't seemed quite himself. Still like joyful, playful in some moments, but then when he's not in those moments, he just, he seems a little, yeah, a little more ho-hum, a little more meh, or a little more leaning into the sadness feels. The other thing I noticed when I checked in is he was holding on to a lot of worry for some other human beings and some other animals. And so that's the other thing too. When we have a lower vibration, we can start bringing in more stress and holding on to more stress too. And so we had a really good chat about that. We did some really nice releasing because that's the thing is when it comes to processing stuff, we can definitely take it on and hold on to it for someone else a hundred percent. And we're typically really good at this. Dogs are amazingly good at this because they're our loyal companion. So dogs typically sometimes absorb energy from their humans and they take it on. For cats, cats, I don't want to say they're a little smarter, but in this aspect, they have a little bit of a one up. Cats deflect energy. So it's like cats see it and they're like, ew, and they like spot it away and they just get rid of it. They disperse it where dogs absorb it. And so that's what I've noticed with Walt is Walt's been holding on to some things for some humans and some animals. So we did some nice releasing with that. Another thing to look at with that is in traditional Chinese medicine, the organs that utilize or work with worry is stomach and spleen. And so he's holding excess worry that would put that organ into excess and would throw off its overall physical functionality. Cool, eh? (laughs) And so this is how all these little building blocks can play a role in what's unfolding in the physical world. And so top it off even on top of that, because I'm like, okay, reflection time. This is what's going on for one of our crew members, one of our family members. 
Is that happening with any of us? Because again, dogs easily can take on our stress. So I did it took a moment to evaluate Alex and myself. Is he mirroring a pattern for us? And that's why he's doing that. But we were just on vacation. <laughs> we've actually been doing, we've been tired. But other than being tired, I think him and I have been feeling pretty great. And so for me, I was like, no, there's not this obvious mirror that I'm seeing right now. And I even connected in around the worry. And I'm like, are you getting this from me? And he's like, no, I'm not. And so I took a few moments in stillness. Well, why is this hitting him more than it normally does? And the other thing that came forward was spring equinox. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense for some of you. You're going to be like, oh, yes, I got it. For others of you, you're going to be like, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally makes sense. (laughs) So energetically, our seasons have a certain vibration. So thinking of a quick way of saying this or explaining this, we won't go like micro macro with things because everything that happens in our environment also happens within us, but that might just take the podcast a little longer than a 15 to 22 minute episode. All of the seasons have a quality of movement when you tie them into, so I'm going traditional Chinese medicine here, when you tie them into the five elements. And so each of the seasons either come into expansion or contraction, or there is this one moment of stillness. And so winter brings us into maximum contraction. And so when you think about that, think of the trees start to bring all their nutrients into their core as they shed their leaves for winter. A lot of the animals either go somewhere warm where it then wouldn't be contraction or they hibernate. They go into this deep stillness. They go into themselves. We're meant to do the same. We're meant to also go inward, slow down, take it easy. The days get shorter. We're not supposed to be as busy as we are in winter. And then when you go from winter to spring, there's this shift of contraction to then expansion. And so when you think of spring, it's about, you know, rebirth growth, all of this lush, beautiful energy, but the grass starts to grow. The trees start to bud. The world, nature comes alive again. Animals come out of hibernation. However, that seasonal shift, especially if you're stressed, can be a doozy. You can really feel that. And so for Walt, Walt is, if you want to go Ayurvedically, He is a kapha animal. So he is big. He is tanky. He takes a little bit to get going, sometimes needs a little massage or a little motivation. And so this seasonal shift is going from stillness into expansion. For his Ayurvedic doshic makeup is what you want to say there. That seasonal shift can be really, really, really hard. And so I think this year, He's really feeling it. I feel this year a lot of people are really feeling it. If you are someone who is feeling it, you are not alone. The other thing I noticed is just some similar links in the sessions that I've done for animals. This week and the week leading up have been hitting animals differently. And definitely 
having an effect with the nervous system. So neurologically, some things with just how their mind's working. But I've definitely noticed a theme of just imbalances coming forward as we lead up to equinox, leading up to it and going past it. So that shift from contraction to expansion. So before I jumped into this podcast with Walt, we held some space for humans and animals alike, for any beings that are sharing that vibration or that resonance where they're feeling stressed during the shift. We just held some space for more ease to come into their experience if they are open and willing and looking for it. The other thing that came forward, and so here's another tangent we're going on, for him, because he was switched into a more stressed state, he popped into what is called a morphogenetic field. And so a morphogenetic field is the energy around a word or a state or a belief. If you have a really solid belief, and it's a belief that's been around for a long time. So I'm going to say like the morphogenetic field of yoga. Yoga has been around for thousands of years. It's viewed as a traditional practice. It has a huge morphogenetic field that when you jump into the practice of yoga, even as a new yogi, it's very easy to tap into those deep transformations and the philosophy because you're jumping into the collective energy for that practice. And so for Walt, he jumped into the collective energy. So anyone who's having a struggle right now, he slid in and could really start to feel that collective shift versus just his own individual shift with it. Yeah. So there we're going even more macro, which I was like, oh, fascinating. And then pack that on, right? Think of the heaviness and how that would feel, especially when you're an animal or anybody who just has a heightened felt sense. Walt's very aware of how beings are feeling and holds space for that. And so think of the reason of why he would be packing on weight. Weight can also be seen from a consciousness perspective as protection, right? Or grounding, right? holy, my physical self's feeling overwhelmed, so let's pack on some girth. Let's pack on some like density to feel more grounded. There's another thing that came forward too where I've been experiencing some really cool consciousness shifts. It's been pretty intense, but it's been wonderful. That's been journeying my overall, I guess you could say mind, heart, consciousness, into some really cool higher frequencies, higher vibrations. So I had a really cool meditation the other day where I was up in the stars experiencing some different things and my mind and its chatter was outside of me. And I had this really cool opportunity to just experience how the mind likes to do what the mind does best and talk and talk and talk and an opportunity to just hold space with that without it being connected to what I need to experience. I'm trying to sum that up the best that I can. And once I came out of that meditation, all of a sudden I could hear Walt without any hesitation. Some animals I can hear and connect into right away. I've talked about this with Finn. Finn is just this felt deep inner knowing. There's just a deep connection there where there really isn't words. 
where while sometimes I don't always hear him unless I really sit and connect in, it's not that he's always talking to me. Where as soon as I came out of that meditation, there was just such an open channel of connectedness or a deeper intertwined consciousness where that information flows more easily. And I'm still getting that. He was like, oh, you can hear me. And I'm like, I can hear you loud and clear. And so he's even saying to me too, as more of a heavy earthbound dude, those are some big shifts for him to be going through. You might even hear me snoring in the background right now. Interesting, because even as I'm talking about this, you can tell by how deep he's sleeping. There's still some things that are shifting there. So all in all, there is a deep dive into some of the reasons why Walt has gained some weight and how cool is that. And if I didn't stop to take the time to observe and listen and connect in, I would have just started feeding him less and gone forward. And don't get me wrong, please, no one, don't bring in any guilt around your responses because sometimes we just don't know. And sometimes that's just not part of our consciousness to go there. A hundred percent. These aren't things that we're readily taught as we're growing up. However, for me, it's just that check-in because I've been really, really busy aside from going away to Mexico for a week. I've been too busy. Where those downtime, that downtime is just, it's needed. It's important. It's part of being able to journey deeper. And man, oh man, did I love that journey with Walt. It unfolded some really cool things. And it's also shifting how I'm viewing other animal sessions or human sessions that are coming my way too and seeing that collective shift or struggle that's coming in for individuals. Yeah, I think I tied all of that up in a beautiful braid together, all of those tangents and strings and loose ends. And I think I'm going to keep the title, What's the Why? I like that for this. So from my heart to yours, listeners, thank you for taking time out of your day to journey through this episode with me and how cool and interconnected and deep and profound and interesting it can be when we look into why we're carrying stress, why we're shifting, why things are showing up differently, and then how to release it and move forward. There is this other part too that came forward for him with the thyroid, but more so through the throat chakra, where he's letting me know that he has a lot of things to say. And we sat before this episode and he clearly brought forward some things that he wanted said in this episode. And so I'm also very curious to see how this unfolds and to see what else this beautiful soul has to share with myself and has to share with the world. Have a remarkable rest of your day. Enjoy your time with your crew. Start to get curious. Start to see those links, see those connections, and have fun diving deep because I'm sure they love it as well. 
See you soon. Bye. Here's our little disclaimer. Please know that these animal connections are coming in through my beliefs and filters. They're coming in through my consciousness. But they are not a diagnosis, or are they applicable to all animals? More simply put, these stories are meant to inspire individuals to dive deeper into the relationships with the animals in their world and all that they have to share with them. 